what's happening y'all welcome back we are live this is creation conversation i am your host lord cuss a lot creation comics what did i say conversation shit (laughs) creation comics good lord (laughs) you tell i need some sleep um (laughs) yes (laughs) i am your host Lord Cussalot Travis Pointer, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, aka T Money, aka Sweet T, aka Black Merlin, aka the HNIC. And I'm joined as always by my co host, Mar the Shark Watkins. Hi. How are you this lovely afternoon, Mar? I am good. Glad to hear. I got more coffee today. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. I was out, Um, and I know Luna could visibly see the stress on my face when she saw me put together that I could not make a cup of coffee before we headed out this morning. I see. I assume being able to, you know, have your coffee is helpful. Uh, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I've, but I've heard. It's weird. I used to not be a, um, a big coffee drinker, but then all of a sudden during the pandemic, I think I just started drinking it out of the blue and then I just stuck with it. Mm. Yeah. See, I don't drink it at all. Like I've had it before and I was like, nah, (laughs) moved on. Then I tried to get it at some point, and I was just like, yeah, still no. Nah. <laughs> it's just, like, this ain't for me. I just found a way to make it sweet, light and sweet enough that it, it works for me. Yeah, see, if I got to do all that, I, it's just, nah, nah. I'll drink tea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are not here to discuss our warm beverage habits. We are here talk comic book shows here that's what we do at creation conversation formerly super flashy era of tomorrow uh we got a couple things to go through here we got you know the season premiere of doom patrol and we have the series finale of star girl mm-hmm. so with that being said let's get into that let's do it no, you could have changed that yourself, by the way. Like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm not sure what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 right there. You can just over there under background, just psh, the layouts uh, are there. Yeah, yeah. I will eventually be a thousand percent acclimated <laughs> with this thing, but sadly will not be today either. So <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about these shows, shall we? Shall we? That's the word I'm saying. Shall, not Sal. Okay. I hope after this you get some sleep. So do I. (laughs) Anyway, where would you like to start? Let's start with the Stargirl finale. 
I mean, it's kind of crazy. This episode is really just about finales and premieres. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we'll you want, we can kind of touch on the, yeah, we can say we can also touch on the Titans uh midseason finale if you want there too. Um easy. We got Brother Blood. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's about it. Brother <laughs> Blood has arrived. Every, it took a, every it all was leading to everything that everything they right. did. <laughs> everything yeah. they did just led to us getting Brother Blood anyway. So that's your recap for, for mm-hmm. Titans, because we had been gone for a couple of weeks due to thanksgiving so i hope you guys had a great thanksgiving as well um mm-hmm. and also just personal traveling <laughs> yeah, yeah i relocated i'm now all the way out east now you know. wait are we the same time zone now i was waiting for you to realize that yes <laughs> i would do a fucking laugh if i could <laughs> Really? They just put two and two together. Oh my god, we're in the same time zone. This is good. We're we're this much closer <laughs> to actually finally having a an actual in person <laughs> creation comics or creation something. <laughs> this much closer. <laughs> this much. This much. Because yes, to get to, to you, it is still. John's probably like only a few hours away from me now too, so he's just like, yeah. Oh, that must be awesome. We'll see what happens with that, though. Not sure when, but yeah. I mean, it'll be a lot easier for y'all to conjoin than it is for me. <laughs> I mean, after kidding. driving to and from Virginia over Thanksgiving, I know the drive to Georgia. Just two more states. Just <laughs> two more states to get through. Also, be mindful of where you're driving at what hours. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like driving to you at some to some degree. I'd have to be mindful of a sundown area. So, yeah, if you're going through North and South Carolina, you might want to be aware of sundown towns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> technically not them. legal anymore, but you know, <laughs> I know they still exist though. They North, still exist North, in New York, too. North, North and South Carolina is not, you know, I, I understand. I get it. They still exist in some parts, I think, of New York as well, I've heard. I don't know. I have to look into, further into that again. But either or way. Just, we're going to hop on a train. Just you know, hop on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably fly. <laughs> I don't know. I like trains. So. I like Amtrak, but they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah, Amtrak. But one day, why did I say Metro? Like that would only take you like up the street. <laughs> it's a Metro train. It's a trans. It's a mass transit. Yeah, I know, but Metro is more for local thing. Amtrak is the one you travel all over the country with. This is true. <clears throat> again, eventually my brain will start functioning properly again. You know. Maybe next week. Maybe, maybe I doubt it, but we'll see. Um. Stargirl, that's what we were about to talk about, right? Yeah. Yes, because we touched on Titans already. <laughs> yeah, we like Titans happened. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Stargirl. Series finale. This is it. Done. Finito. Put. What was this episode called? 
chapter 13, Frenemies, chapter 13, The Reckoning. I hated two thirds of this episode. Was it the, like the last two thirds? No, the first two thirds. Hmm. I didn't hate the well, whole first two thirds. Yeah, I mean, like the I guess the beginning of finding out, uh, like as I'm kind of like breaking it down and revealing some stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. I I just feel like everything when it got to present time after then, I was like, this is annoying. It it felt kind of rushed, but also the thing it is, was. yeah, I actually like liked last week's episode, and I'm just like, oh, this is oh, this is interesting now. Oh, this is cool. Okay, this is interesting. Problem is, y'all took too long to get interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, the whole Sylvester reveal thing last week was pretty cool. I'm like, okay, okay, yes, revealing that Sylvester has actually been just inhabited, has been hosting the brain of the ultra humanite this whole time <laughs> it was just like yeah and it made everything the whole make sense four <laughs> yes the whole four fourths the whole thing <laughs> rushed <laughs> yeah it was but yeah so this episode kicks off nine months ago do i sound okay by the way because everything's positioned weird so you can hear me clearly. sounds so clear okay good good do i sound good you do. You do. Thank you. Just have this makeshift <laughs> setup happening here. So I'm, you know, if you could see how Sorry. I was holding this all together, I'll, I'm going to take a picture after we're done and show you like how I have this all set up right now. And it's, you know, not a view so of what of me in this. Okay. <laughs> so don't pose? Not right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Nine months Nine ago. Months ago. Yeah. We got Dragon King. <laughs> it is. That's a whole baby ago. Whole gestation period. Um and not one per not one new life was introduced in this show. Only lives were taken. Do you realize that? Well, we don't know that for sure. Because those episodes nothing was those, introduced. Those folks at the end that were in like the little little exhibit hall area one of them might have been born within the last 10 years you know because that was 10 years in the future so you know this is true because i one of them might have been like six or seven years old you know (laughs) i got all their names and i'm going to look all of them up oh you're talking about the heroes yes i'm talking about just the random people that were on the tour (laughs) oh i'm just saying (laughs) Now, the heroes, who knows? Who knows? I assume they're all older than 10 years old, but, you know. Um, But anyway, we'll get to that. Nine months ago is where we were. Uh, Dragon King and Icicle are digging up Sylvester's body. We It took us 11 minutes to start talking about this show. Um, but um, they're digging up Sylvester's body. Um, Horrible. And at this point... At this point, they wake him up, and it actually is Starman right now. Like, it's not, you know, the inhabited, you know, ultra humanite dude. And the hell was that? Pop ups. Ah. Don't okay. worry. I got rid of it. I just say, kill them all. Kill them all. The bots. Yeah. But anyway. Just yeah. Creating so- a course. 
Yeah, it was actually him. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're going to take your brain out and we're going to put Ultra Humanite's brain in there. And I'm going to take the body that Ultra Humanite was in because they play in magical bodies because yeah. he won because he's looking for something uh, different. I think he said like something new or whatever, something greater. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because reasons. <laughs> Talk about a nigga who's never who's never satisfied. <laughs> but anyway, so they go on. They, you know, they're gonna remove his brain, and I'm like, okay. And here comes the bus saw. I'm like, you leaving him conscious while you slicing his brain out? Like, they're villains. Did you really think they were like, oh, let's just make it easier? But and... you would think like the 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 you know. The mental trauma and all that kind of stuff will cause damage to the body itself. It might cause the body to actually die because you're chopping this thing over while he's awake. Like you gotta like make sure his body doesn't actually respond to what you're doing. So you might want to knock him out first. True. I mean, I'm sure. I'm no doctor. I'm no scientist. You know, when it comes to these kinds of things, but I feel like you know that's all connected. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No. I was say I just feel like. Dragon King off screens probably accounted for all of this. Probably in that green fucking serum that they injected him, it probably only woke his like brain up and was like, Yeah, it's gonna come out. I guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking of things. I know. I hear Cause you. Because when, when they were talking about like their plan i was just like are they just gonna throw his brain in the trash like what do you do with it after that like well, i feel like then, most but... villains would but dragon king wouldn't which we saw later on he kept the brain like it's just dragon king would want to keep it an experiment on it and shit so when they did that i'm like oh what do they do with it where, where did they put it because it's still there um but yeah, so that was that whole thing. They showed what happened. So back in the present day, we got Ultra Humanite, uh, you know, or who I'm calling Sylvester Humanite. Um, oh, I kept well, putting him in uh, quote star man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so Sylvester's he, um, a lot to type out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I just I, I take notes on my phone, so the whole little swipe thing. It knows what Same. I'm saying already. So I just got to like kind of go in the right direction. And my phone knows what I'm talking about, which is both great and scary. But um, oh, no, I do it old fashioned. I type it on my typewriter, my computer. <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm so, um, for arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got. Um... Alley oop the brain. Right, just a quick layup, real quick between yeah, Dragon into that King little, and into that jug of water they got over there. <laughs> yes, like Dragon King, get it, and he like dunks it after like Icicle like shoots it up. Mm-hmm. You see him on the side running up. He does that point of like throw it up. And, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So also. The, it's yeah, he's walking away from right after he buried Pat, and yeah, that happened. But then, um, Same bye. Mm-hmm. then we got the team, you know, they're trying to piece together why Sylvester's being event essentially just 
fucked up. Not helpful. You. Yeah, they, they don't know it's not it. Well, the opposite of helpful, actually, like harmful. <laughs> like Yeah, like giving the whole bad thing direction he, and advice. Yeah, telling Rick to turn the limiter off, even though he knew what it would do to him. Telling Beth to like, you know, keep her parents away from it, which honestly, I still kind of agree with anyway. But yeah, um, like whatever. Like I, okay. Yeah, whatever. It's your lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the whole him keeping the press, keeping uh Yolanda not trusting Cindy thing. That's one of those things that can go either way because I saw both sides of that shit. Um, yeah, it's just like how old? How long are you gonna hold this high school grudge to her? in real life settings versus like well it wasn't that there was also the fact that she tried to kill them at one point too so <laughs> no i know but i feel like yolanda's always stemmed back to like always stems from that oh yeah it's it's, it's also yeah, it's definitely rooted in you know the whole leaking her nudes thing but yeah Let's see. Okay, so yeah, then uh, we got Jordan. He's talking to Cameron and tells him that Pat was killed by the ultra humanite. And I'm like, well, technically, he didn't lie. Mm. <laughs> technically, it, technically, it was ultra humanite that did it. Like he, that would be what Jordan would say in court too. Technically, mm-hmm. his brain is in that body. So yeah, he was in control. So he did it. Yeah, ultra humanite killed Pat. <laughs> Um, but Pat somehow digs his way out because of the rain. Because of the rain, the rain rebirthed him. Well, he said El- this whole thing. He learned how to dislodge his thumbs from Sylvester and shit. And well, that too. I mean, like, but my thing was, how are you able to dig your way out? Because that shit's heavy. Like, it's not even like you know. Well, I think that I thought that was the. I mean, maybe that logic's not right either. Because I was going to say they did show that it was raining over where, or it was like water, but then I was like, that would turn into mud, which would make yeah, it even heavier. Make it even heavier and harder to dig through. Exactly. Like they explained how he was able to get his hands loose from the restraints, but that doesn't mean you're able to dig yourself out from underneath the ground like that. Like, I don't know how that happened. Like Stripe you, C's actual superpower is his ability just to survive crazy kidnapping. Yeah, somehow. Just always somehow still alive. Like, he just... I don't know. That whole part was just like, uh, I'm not... Okay, I'll, I'll just let you have it. It's the finale. Let, Whatever. Let them have it. <laughs> but yeah, he digs himself out. Then we and got... I'll oh, talk about Cameron called Courtney to tell them that uh, Starman was at the junkyard if they were looking for him, which is a lie. Again, depends on how you look at it. His body's there. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Can I just touch on Cameron for a second? Because I don't know. It's all, all, you know, whatever you touch in that room belongs to you. So whatever you want to do, it's up to you. So, like, I don't know if we've ever talked about it before because I don't really fully remember. Because, you know, once we stop talking about one episode, I kind of just, it erases from my hard drive. Um, uh, have we ever talked about, like, the guy who plays Cameron on how shitty he performs? We probably have. I okay. don't remember. But, yeah, I, I'm not a fan I, of his either. Yeah, I don't know. Every time it feels like he needs to express 
express an emotion while he's speaking, it's almost like he gets ready to try to, and then he doesn't. Uh, to me, it feels like he's trying to do a voice. When he's talking, like he's trying to make his voice sound different when he talks for some reason. That's just how it comes off to me. Where um, is he from? I know you don't know off the top of your head. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. Where is he from? Probably not just, Atlanta. <laughs> I'd be very, I think it's very safe to say that. I'm curious to know where he's from. If he's from somewhere where he has an accent and he hasn't really narrowed down how to control it. his American accent yet? Yeah, maybe. Because that, I was just like, because there was at one point where he was like telling, like telling Courtney that he was sorry about, you know, what has happened to Pat. And I was just like, yeah, his face never changes. You're right. Now that I think about his him, his face never changed. His tone never changed. I was like, this sounds fake. And you just said, I hate lying to her. It when it really just feels like you do it naturally, just not very well. He was born in Missouri, so th- even more so, I'm now more upset. <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse now. Like you from the Midwest, you supposed to have that basic Midwest accent. Like what, right. what's going on? If you told me he was from like fucking New Zealand and he's only been in the States and acting for like since he got casted in Stargirl in 2020, then yeah, I, I would I would probably believe yeah. like okay, they just even if you threw Canadian at me, because they got words they say weird. So if he's consciously not trying not to say the words the Canadian way, I could see that too, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah. He's from Missouri. Come on, man. Do better. Hunter, you could... Mm. Oh, that is name Hunter? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I just... I needed to point that out because I literally said... I, huh? Nothing. <laughs> I was just like, I really hate the way this guy acts. It really... Like, it's really... I'm just seeing it. <laughs> well... Lucky for you, you don't, don't have, have to see, see it anymore. It. <laughs> it only took three seasons for me to see it. Except for that crossover. Hopefully he's not in that. Yeah, whenever that happens. Yeah, I have no idea when that's actually happening. It might be like at the, I want to guess it'll be like at the mid-season point for Doom Patrol, but who knows? I'm hoping so. With the thing of the brains and, and, and all that Butts. shit. Butts, like... The show's so fucking weird, but we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Cindy, Mike, and Jakeem, they're all, you know, running from Dragon King in the in the ape body. Dragon ape. I yeah. said monkey body. Yeah. Is it um, a monkey or an ape? They said uh, an albino ape is what they called it. Okay. Um, difference. There is. Uh, in um, Planet of the Apes, they're like monkeys are lower on the evolutionary ladder, just above humans, is what they said. At least that's what the apes said. But, could you, know. you imagine being read for filth by an ape like that? Like in your own language? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the team gets to the junkyard and they, you know, they're approached 
by the united front of the grandparents and icicle and starman and cameron and this is when that whole i'm sorry about pat courtney but yeah and then pat shows up <laughs> after Pat's Sylvester's like, trying to convince them that everything you know is just like no dude we got a team with the blood like no you're a fucking liar <laughs> right because you can even see on courtney's face like as starman air quotes for those who are listening um is saying what occurred and that pat just walked off into the woods by himself unarmed or anything to go after ultra humanite himself you can see court in his face being like, like that doesn't even remotely sound like pat like, it's like the, the exact opposite of what he always does if anything pat over prepares for everything like there's no way he just runs off on his pat own. would have sooner gone back to the the uh the auto shop to then sit debrief think about it have a sandwich think about it some more consult with barbara tell courtney what they what he thinks they should do and then go back with everyone <laughs> and then by the time he does all that the ultra humanite has taken over the world so it's, right. just like... <laughs> so it's just like no 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 that would have never occurred and then Pat shows up and is just like, yeah, that's not Starman that or Sylvester. That's actually Ultra Humanite. And then he has a tantrum. He does. like Because he was just like, sir, why are you, you just die? Really? <laughs> he just like went off. And it was just like, dang, dude, way to break character 30 seconds in. <laughs> yeah, he literally went to sounding like a 12-year-old playing Call of Duty. Like... Just so upset, like I killed him. Yeah, yeah. Right. All it, all it, all it was missing was swearing and maybe an obscene use of the N word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's see. Then we got you know Dragon King and the Ape Body, you know, going up against Cindy because she's like, let's rumble and let's get this. So they got the they got the rumbling, the humbugging. And let's see. Then we got Pat fighting Sylvester Humanite in this little in in the Robo suit. Um, mm -hmm. So there was that back and forth. Then he eventually, like you know, breaks the suit, of course, because why wouldn't he? Because he was like, um, "Fuck this." Then we got the rest of the JSA fighting the Ice Family, all at the same time, except. Yeah. When Beth comes face to face with Ice Grandpappy, and he she's like, "Yo, his I don't name fight. is Sophus." Hmm? Sophus. I like Ice Grandpappy. Okay. I like to humanize him just a little bit because he's the he, one with some sense. You're right. right. Yeah, he was just like I like when when Beth detected that there was hesitancy because he's like holding his two up, one with like generating some ice, and she was just like, Mister McCann, I really don't want to fight you again. <laughs> and he was just like. He looked so relieved. He was like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> I don't either. Like, you could see you, you could see the stress come off of his face. I mean, like, oh, thank God. And other, like, shit, like, he's, he's been over all this for a while. Like, it's just like. He was I'm like, thank whatever Norse god they prayed to. He was like, thank Odin. Yeah. I did not want to do this either. He was like, please, help me talk some sense into them. And then Nana Ice came over. Yeah, was somehow like, Ice Grandy drops a car on herself. <laughs> Cause she shot over. She shot at um, 
Yolanda with ice as she was about to kill them. Cause she told grandpappy, grandpappy, she was just like, if you don't kill this girl, I will kill you. And he was, just, and he's looking at her like, really? After everything we've been through, that's what it's coming down to. That's crazy. And so then she was about to shoot at them and Yolanda um, was trying to, I think, deflect it or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. That's that's what I mean. Like that whole sequence, like I'm not sure exactly what happened there. Like yeah, she so jumped, she jumped in the air. She jumped in the air, and so she shot at she shot at Yolanda instead, but it missed her and it hit a car that was hanging over the top. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to figure what what was Yolanda jumping toward. I think I don't know if she was jumping to like distract or jumping because she thought she was gonna get in the way. Who knows? But she did it. And then fucking she was like, I and then Nana got crushed by this car and she was like, I didn't do it. And I was like, but I know yeah. you didn't. Like anyone with common sense could see that you didn't do that. Yeah, but we've already, you know, established the fact that the icicle family is not exactly rational. So this is true. Know. But yeah, so grandma's dead. Yeah, yeah. Sophus deserves better. Yeah. And then, you know, the Dragon King and uh, Cindy fights happening. And Jakeem is just like, you know what? No, this is my pen. I'm in charge. I'm going to make my wish be clear. And it is my wish. I wish that the most beautiful woman in the world didn't have to worry about her father anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And Mike was just like, that could literally be anybody. But he's like, no, not because I know what I mean. And I said it exactly the way that I mean. And I put my intentions behind it kind of thing. When you mm-hmm. really like how you like truly mastered this thing, um, he mastered his power. Yeah, so cute to watch them. It's being intentional. It's like um, I'm trying to think of a good example because this is a, it's like a magic thing and different stuff. Um, did you ever see saw that movie? No, you ever see the movie uh, Aragon back in the day? No. Okay. Well, that that series is a whole um <laughs> such a Christmas classic. Grandma got run over by a reindeer vehicle. <laughs> but um in that whole thing, they the way they talk about magic is like um there's certain words you learn to do the magic, but it's really because the words give shape to your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um but if you can really be true about your intentions, you can cast the magic without saying any words. It's kind of the same thing here where like, you know, he really knows what his intentions are. And because of that, he has true control over the power. Like with the magic thing, if you don't really have control of what you're saying and you your thoughts go awry or something goes weird, the magic goes awry and things don't go well. So sounds like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Same concept here where it's just like, you know, being very clear about your intentions, at least to yourself like you know exactly what you're trying to do and you're intentional about it well it was great mm-hmm. but then randomly barbara's there because she needed retribution for her friend did she get it though like she got her shot off 
she just kind of like hit him in the shoulder. Like, look for I would say for Barbara, who really had, was just trying to be in Blue Valley to just raise her daughter and work a job with her husband and his son, and then gets tied up into all this superhero stuff. I would say she did exactly she did a hundred and ten percent of what she needed to do. <laughs> I don't know. I just firmly believe that both her and Mike need to sit their asses down at home. Probably. But, you know, she gave her contribution and that was more than enough. I guess. Um, she shot him with an arrow in the shoulder as he was about to, as Jordan was about to, you know, ice up Courtney again. Yeah. Then Cameron steps in. So now Cameron's fighting Jordan. Not when the fuck did Cameron, Cameron Jordan or Jordan Cameron, the football players? But when the fuck did Cameron all of a sudden know martial arts? Because he was back there flipping around and he was doing the whole endeavor. Yeah, like I was like, I know I'm not the only person who noticed that shit. I was just like, when did that occur? <laughs> when did that skill come through? Final big fight of the season. I just accepted the stuff. Like, it's if I can accept Barbara showing up with the crossbow for no reason. I'll accept this this you know ninja shit from, from Cameron. Is that his level up once he got ice powers? Yeah, maybe once you get ice powers, you automatically know like how to fight. You know, basic martial arts and like more than basic gymnastics. It comes with the ice powers. I guess. Like if it was Courtney, I'd understand. But but him, well, I was Courtney just like, trained. Like it was. That too. I mean, she also had the gymnastics background from the beginning. Oh yeah, that too. That's that's what I was referring to when you said gotcha. gymnastics. That's what it made me think of. I forgot all but yeah, that so can't. Every time I see her do some crazy, they have her do some crazy outlandish backflip or some shit. I'm just like, and there goes them bringing that back around. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of Courtney, though. They did the thing that I don't like, Mara, in a different form, but they did the thing. Care Bear? Yes. It's like Courtney lost the staff, and Ultra Humanite is able to wield the staff because she didn't believe. And she can get the staff back and away from Ultra Humanite. If she just truly believes. That's it. Just all of a sudden truly believe something that you, I guess you didn't really believe before, but right here in this moment, now you can. Now she's intentional. She's intentional on that belief. I guess so. I guess that's what happened there. I don't know. I don't know what really changed and made her truly believe now. As opposed to before, I don't know. Other than her knowing that that's not actually Sylvester, that's the ultra humanite, so he's full of shit. But like the the seeds of doubt he planted on her were, you know, based in real shit. <laughs> so like, based in just shit that he observed. <laughs> yeah. So all that's gone. Just just right now. Just okay. But she gets the staff back because she had to. Yeah, I was going to say that's how the show had to end. 
Yeah. Imagine the show ended with her out without the staff. Yeah. That'd be crazy. But yeah. Now it's just a straight up fight with Pat versus Sylvester Humanite. And <laughs> naturally, the bigger, stronger dude is whooping his ass. Um, so that's the thing. You know, the bigger, stronger dude with actual like fight training and all that kind of shit is winning the fight. Who would have mm-hmm. thought? Who would have thought? Um, Not I. No plot points yeah. there. So then, um, oh yeah, so that other stuff with Jordan and cameras continuing. Jordan is just like, yeah, don't make me do to you what Brainwave did to his son. They're just like, yo, and damn, that pissed really? off Courtney. Courtney was like, really? the fact that you would even go there. Yeah, like, damn, bro. Like, that's I don't think crazy. that was necessary. I was like, that's wild. Well, even like, saying it that way was a thing. Like, you know, like he could have just said, don't make me kill you. But like. Right. Because now you're saying that like Brainwave did all this for the cause, too. Or anything. Like, it's just it's bringing it up in that context was just what had me just like, wow, OK. Like, like damn, we really <laughs> said we were coming full circle with stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, Courtney steps in to like you know, you said it pissed her off. Then so we got Courtney versus Icicle, but then Cameron's the one that actually like takes Jordan out. He doesn't kill him, but you know, does some crazy shit like a face in, in the ice clouds, and they take off into the air, and then he was back. And I, I don't know, um, but yeah, ice stuff. Yeah, ice stuff happened. <laughs> That's just all I can really say about that because I'm still not quite sure what transpired. Me neither. All I know is that it just became really, really icy and cloudy, and then he was in the sky. And yeah. I was like, did he just get away? I don't I like, know. Is, I was like, that what I just watched happen? Did I just watch him dust away? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so, and then Cameron tells Courtney to stay back. Um, while he lists all the woes that have occurred to him since, I guess, meeting her. You know, his his grandmother is dead. His, his grandfather needs medical attention. His father is a criminal <laughs> and a murderer. <laughs> and he's just like, I just want to get out of here. And I was like, those are very valid reasons to stay away. You are still very weird about how you deal with things very because he said that shit like like exasperated like as if like this i mean all this really transpired in a matter of like a week but (laughs) i mean that's a lot for a week (laughs) i guess i mean you gotta think back like all the things that went down like you know his father came back from the dead like he had some crazy shit happening like you know the ice piles were coming out found out you know that Courtney was star girl and then found out that you know her little brother killed his dad in the first place and then there was a whole huge ass like brawl in his house like it's just it was a, a whole lot happened to this kid so- <laughs> I, I think I think I'm trying to be sensitive to it but I think at the same time I'm not sympathetic on it I think because they made him relatively like someone of importance to Courtney, you know, the first season. 
And then the second season, they kind of dialed him back by just kind of like secluding him off as his powers were coming. I just felt like they made him really not significant in the second season that like when it comes around to bringing, trying to bring him more back into the fold this season, I was like, I don't care about this kid anymore. I thought we moved on from the McKents. Unfortunately, we we did not. We we did not. But like, I think that on top of his emotionless acting, it's just like, you want me to be sympathetic. And I'm not even sure if you're really affected by this right now, kid. Like, (laughs) like this to me just seems like, the equivalent, like an equivalent inconvenience as like my train stopping in the middle of a station. Like that, that's how I take this to him. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not good on our characters. You know that. (laughs) But um, let's see. But then, yeah, then then him and his grandfather also dust away after that. Yeah, they take off. Um, but yeah, then we later on, we got Pat talking to Courtney, tells her about his little trick that he learned from Sylvester about the, you know, dislodging his thumbs shit and all that. When he um, was taken by Dr. Weird. With two w- E's. Yeah, W-E-E-R-D. Yeah. Then um, also at this time, Rick is apologizing to Beth's family. And Beth also apologizes to her parents and they get all excited about being her sidekicks. Can I just say Hmm. that when Beth stood up next to Rick and then hearing how their relationship progressed um, later on, when when she stood up next to him to talk to her parents, I was just like, they would be cute together. (laughs) I was like, that would work. That would definitely work. And then to hear that they were getting married, I was like, I knew it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I don't know. I thought when she was going to stand up, I thought she was going to say something along the lines of, Rick is leaving and I'm going with him. (laughs) That's what I thought she was going to say. You went that far with it. Okay. I was just like, they would be, this, this I could see happening because of everything that, you know, transpire with them kind of like towards the end of last season and into this one it felt like a lot of them being there for each other Mm -hmm. and because you know like yolanda treated her treats herself in my opinion as like damaged goods so she never really opened herself up in a way that maybe it could have been rick and yolanda but like rick was also damaged in his own way that like you could see that that was not going to pan out but seeing him and Beth become more buddy-buddy as it came out to be like, Rick is like the dude who's like, I'm going to take care of my friends. I'm going to protect y'all and have y'all back and everything. It just felt like, mm, that's going to transpire cute. <laughs> and it did. It did. It did. So <clears throat> now I want to follow up. I don't. I want a serious follow-up. <laughs> They'll probably start making like do like what they did with a lot of Arrowverse stuff and do, put out comics. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's see. So yeah, then we cut over to the hospital. They've got Sylvester's body there, but ultra humanized brain is dead. So he's he's brain dead. 
And but his body's fine. His body's fine, which they made sure to let us know. And Pat also is like, you know, we got to bet that his brain is somewhere. So let's just, you know, keep him on life support for now. As big as the earth and shit, I'll even say the universe is, that was such a high gamble to take. <laughs> How so? Because I was like, what if you were searching forever? <laughs> Do you lose anything? I know. It's just be searching forever. And it's just like, I, I don't know. What else are you going to do? I don't know. How do they pay for that? I guess I'm just thinking about the logistics. Like, how do they pay for that shit? It's Star Man. I'm sure somebody's covering the bill for him. I guess. I mean, they, I mean, we do find out that they do eventually succeed because they do eventually bring him back, as they said. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I we but so yeah, but then we see like you know in a cave far away, his brain is alive and hearing a a loop recording of I guess his last moments, which oh, I think yeah. is that's crazy. You know what kind of crazy therapy he probably needed when they brought him back? Well, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine the trauma of dying, like would also the, the trauma <laughs> of dying, the trauma of being brought back, the trauma of coming back to find out that you were back originally and someone almost tarnished your reputation, but then also realizing that you've been sitting on a death, you've been sitting I'm about to say you were brought back loop. the first time and they took your brain out. Like, and then made you listen to on loop of your last final minutes before they took your brain out, bruh. The psychological craziness he belongs on Doom Patrol, which is where I thought they were gonna go with that. Since we do deal with a lot of brains out of body, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a whole lot of brain things happening on Doom Patrol. Brains and butts is what Doom Patrol is about, all right. Um, but yeah, so. Where do we go from there? Uh, oh, Pat him, and Barbara are dropping off Mike at the diner to see his mama. To meet his birth mother, and he appreciates it. And I'm happy that we closed that storyline very quickly. Yeah, there was no need to, to loop on it. Yeah, it only took three seasons to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's see. Speaking of familiar, familiar, familial meetings. Courtney goes to see the gambler's daughter. It took me about two minutes to understand who she was going to see. Yeah, it took me a second, too. I'm like, whose kid is that? And I'm like, oh, that that no gambler's kid. Got it. Right. I, too, was like, when she said, I knew your dad, I was just like, I thought we swore that Sylvester had no children. Didn't have no kids. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, that's the only person she, and I was like, oh, the gambler. When she pulled out the picture, the, the, the note, and I was like, ah, yeah, the note is what made me remember then, too. Because the at first I was with of, you. I'm like, I know that can't be Sylvester's kid. So whose kid is that? And then it's like, oh. Right. right. And it you forget that the first few episodes of the season was about this. Yeah. <laughs> 13 weeks felt really like, like the story feels so different how it ended to how yeah. it began. Um, Let's see. Oh, we talk about how Mike, you know, saying how he appreciates him, appreciates Pat, like, you know, setting everything up to meet his mother and all that. And he calls Barbara mom and she cries. Because now Barbara has two kids officially. Yeah, she starts boohooing. Um, 
Let's see. Then after Courtney's done talking with the gambler's daughter, she walks away. She goes to reach for her little locket thing and then remembers that it's not there anymore. Like, oh, yeah, you gave that back to your no good pappy. To your piece of shit. Yeah. Father. Um, Rick goes to Grundy's grave and says he misses him and Grundy comes back to life because mm -hmm. the same rain that rained on Pat clearly rained <laughs> on Grundy as well. <laughs> Unless it's been how long is it till Grundy resurrects? Supposed to be a week. Yeah, unless so, unless it's been a week since he originally. <laughs> Wait, I was like born on a Monday. Could you Hold imagine on. the span of when Grundy died in season two, all the way to the end of now, and imagine it had only been one week. Hold on, let me. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to. I just want to read the rhyme. I don't want to read about it. Born on a born on a Monday, christened on Tuesday, married on Wednesday, took ill on Thursday, grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. So would have been died on Saturday, buried on Sunday, born again on Monday. <laughs> So was I? Yeah, like a week. Could you imagine Life if all that week, time? Yeah. Could you imagine if all that time that had passed between that and season two and the end of season three was only a week? <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh man, that'd be hilarious to me. It would be, but I could also understand why psychologically all of them would be like, "I'm exasperated." <laughs> oh yeah, that's just. At the end of that, like if I'm Courtney, I'm gonna just stay in that basement, and I'm this is where I live now. I'm going to sit right here. No more, no more school, no more life, nothing. Yeah, no more any of that. Like, nope, done. It's scary outside. <laughs> Indeed. But um, Courtney, uh, so then back at the Dugan Whitmore house, that you know they're having a little get together with the team and the family and you know uh cindy gave uh uh dragon king as in the ape body as a stuffed animal to the dog who is now enjoying playing with it and it's just like mm. apparently ripped an arm off <laughs> yeah i wonder if he feels that that's a good question um yolanda calls her mom and I guess that will eventually get better over time, but I guess we'll never see it. <laughs> yeah, well, she says she's going to tell her the truth about everything, so we'll see what happens. Will she did we? Steam. I guess not. Well, like I said, they might do the comics thing like they did with Arrowverse. So. Perhaps. We'll see. Um, and then, you know, at some point we see Courtney standing out front of the McKent house, and her and Cameron reunite because that man can't stay away no matter how much he wants to hate her. <laughs> mm, it starts snowing and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, he's there then, of course. Right. I had to ask myself, I was like, is it winter in their time? No. It, like, imagine it's the middle of spring. <laughs> yeah, I think it, like the school year has supposed to have just started or something like that. Oh, okay. So it's like beginning of fall. Yeah. And then we see three years later, Jordan is tracked down by Artemis who gets three her months. retribution. Three months, my bad. But yeah, um, Artemis tracks him down and kills him with Vaseline. Essentially, yeah. 
Make sure he won't come back this time because it burns water too. Yeah, yeah. So does he evaporate? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just know she rubbed Vaseline all over the all over the ground and lit it on fire. Do you know how much Vaseline that probably was? She bought that big old industrial thing. Yeah, she had to get like a big old tub of like an industrial tub of it. Yeah, that one you can see. I think you can order those on Amazon. Big old big barrels and shit. Yeah, like the crime scene ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is that? Is that vast? No, that's lube that comes in those. Either one. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they could make Vaseline in that too. The big plastic tub thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. What people use it for, I don't really think makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and then it goes ten years from now, mm-hmm. and the shade is alive and well. <laughs> yeah, and leading this tour, giving a tour of the museum of the JSA, I guess. I guess that's what it is. I, it's I just know. some museum. I don't know what it was, but it had the JSA table and a little hall for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, well, Courtney now goes by Star Woman, Wildcat, yes. Jade and her brother Obsidian, Dragon Queen, Cindy, Stripe 2.0, which... which I'm, I'm guessing is Mike. Yeah, I was like, I was unclear if it was going to be Pat or Mike, but I guess 10 years later, that would make Pat slightly older and probably a little bit Ten more years older, exactly. tired. Mm-hmm. So probably pass over to to Mike, which makes sense because Jakeem is there. Mm-hmm. Um, Icicle, Jakeem Thunder. Yeah. Jakeem Thunder, Icicle, Cameron, Artemis as Artemis, <laughs> uh, Sand, Dad, and Damage, who I don't know who that is either. And then they said our man and Dr. Midnight were still there and they were getting married. Um, and Shade is officiating the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. And then he talks about their accomplishments, like bringing back Sylvester, um, rescuing seven soldiers of victory, which I'm sure they will touch on whatever they do that in, in whatever universe mm. property they decide to do next. Um, and they, brought them back from the Nebula Man. And so I could only imagine at some point during one of these other shows, we'll eventually hear about someone called the Nebula Man, and my money is on Doom Patrol. That sounds like a Doom Patrol villain, yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden, Jay Garrick Flash shows up. Breaks the table. Yeah, like, who gonna fix that? And says that the JSA is needed. So, and then goes <laughs> off and says, "Never the end." The uh, the Seven Soldiers of Victory, also known as Law's Legionnaires, is a team of fictional comic book superheroes in the DC Comics universe. They first appeared in Leading Comics number one, Winter of nineteen forty one, and were created by Mort. Blah blah blah. The team was a short lived assembly of some of the less famous heroes in the DC universe who have made occasional appearances since their golden age debut. See who's in there. See the members. So pre-crisis, we had Crimson Avenger, Star Spangled Kid, um, Stripesy. So I guess that's Starman and this is the original team. Um, Because he had Pat Dugan, uh, Vigilante, Shining Knight, Green Arrow, Speedy. Um, and then 
post-crisis first team was Crimson Avengers, Star Spangled Kid, Stripes, Vigilante, Stuff the Chinatown Kid. That sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly racist. Um, Shining Knight, TNT, Dynamite, The Spider, Wing, The Squire. And later becomes the knight. And then post-crisis second team is Batgirl, Blackhawk, Metamorpho, Mento, Dead Man, Adam Strange, and Shining Knight. But yeah, it was a whole thing that was a very short-lived thing, but somehow had all those things. But yeah, that was the end of Stargirl. So what do you think? Any final thoughts on Stargirl before we... Move on, Stargirl as a series, as a whole, as a season. Uh, I don't know. I've been trying to figure out which Earths we've been looking at because I mean we know that like Stargirl is on another Earth from the Flash and. Superman and Lois. So I've, I've been trying to figure it out. And so I, I'm just trying to figure out where the story will go from here. Because, like, what will they do next? But, because also trying to figure out, like, where and connect, where they will connect with these other things. Because, you know, I just want to see what this is supposed to go. Yes, so, I know you live for the crossover. So I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I'd say the show itself, it picked up. Remember when we first started watching? We were, you know, we were pretty high on it because it was something fresh, something fun. But then it stopped being fun. Yeah, that last like, season was a hot mess. Yeah, like it just, it just stopped being fun. Because yeah, uh, like I, the, the first season. Yeah, they are. It's okay. Um. It start yeah, it just it started off fresh. It was something different. The story was something different, even though it was kind of like really teen superhero-y mm-hmm. as opposed to some of the other ones we were kind of used getting used to. But but that made it interesting. It was, you know, a different mm-hmm. kind of show. The problem yeah. was, like I said, they they forgot to be fun. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, like it was starting to create a mess within trying to create a shared universe, but then not creating a shared universe. So, well, that's something that will bother you more than bother me because I'm, I, I, I don't care as much about the crossovers as you do. So, it's just... I, know. I just want, I just like for them to make sense. If they're gonna start <laughs> cohesive, then keep them cohesive. Within. Well, they never said it was cohesive, though. That's the thing. They no, never I said Star Girl's part of it. They showed it as being a different Earth when they did Crisis. No, I know. I was just saying, like, I mean, that, that that's just with all the DC shows as a whole. That was you just talking that as a whole. It was just kind of, yes, that's what made it different from all of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's it for Stargirl. We will close that chapter. And we'll open another one here. We'll start with part four, season four, that is. 
kind of like Star Wars did. You know, we're gonna start with part four. Well, Dude. it won't be the first time we've started on a show like <clears throat> partway through, and we did start Titans the same way. Yeah, we're doing we're doing it Star Wars style. So, Doom Patrol season four premiere. Episode they did it one. again. Gave us two. Yeah, they did. So, episode one. What was it called? Doom Patrol. Because they finally gave him the name in the show. Because <laughs> throughout the whole thing, they didn't have a name of the show. And the only one that was like, had their code name like Cyborg was Cyborg. <laughs> All mm-hmm. the rest of them are still being called by their normal name. But, um, Anyway, this episode kicks off in the future. It starts off, we got somebody looking with a metal detector for something. Any person finds a watch and throws the watch away. Still not sure what the hell he was looking for, but it was Cyborg. Uh, right. It was Vic. And he has more stuff on again. Come to find out that was just a helmet, though. Yeah. Uh, stuff that he created. Right. Not like wrapped in his body type like intertwined like before yeah so there's that but um back in the present though we got uh dr h who's now primary for k um also if you guys haven't watched doom patrol seasons one through three this is probably a huge spoiler so this would be your last chance to pause this go catch the fuck up and then come back and hit play. Yeah. But also, yeah, yeah, huge spoilers, but it's going to make absolutely zero sense to you anyway. So, yeah. This is true. If you don't know who any of these people are, what we're talking about, this is your chance to go find out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's more what I mean. I hear you. So, yeah. She's like, Dr. H is narrating everything and I guess she's, she's like doing logs and all that. She's taking notes, and yeah. diagnosing everyone. Yeah. Um. Right now, Rita's in charge. Um. She has given everybody their code names. Cliff is Robot Man. Um. K or Jane is Crazy Jane. Um. Larry is Negative Man. Vic is Cyborg, of course. And then. Madame Rouge is dog shit McGivens, <laughs> which, okay. She's just going to be forever angry at her, so. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, justifiable, but. Yes. And then Rita is the last woman. So um, apparently they've been using the time machine to get places quickly. Um, they use the robot's brain to control it, and apparently they would counteract the memory loss thing with jellyfish. Nobody has really explained how that works, but I'm going to assume with. something with the electricity. Sure, sure. I don't. I don't think jellyfish use actual electricity. No. I I don't know. I could be wrong. 
tight. I think. Are you thinking of eels? I mean, I could be. I mean, I know eels, electric eels, have actual electricity. I was. I don't know. But anyway, they're like trying to stop this bank robbery. And Rita tells Cliff to do something. Cliff won't do it because she's called him Robot Man because he's not responding unless she calls him Cliffosaurus. Which I'm just like, you know what? I get it. You be called what you want to be called. All right. It's almost like when we do these episodes and these podcasts and someone else is hosting and they don't go through all my names properly. I'll just sit there just like Cliff just sat there until you address me properly. I get it. Jellyfish do not use electric shock. Okay. Maybe it's just the gooiness of them or something. I don't know. No, they have like these photon, uh, these, uh, no. I just, I, it's some kind of, um, they have this green fluorescent protein that gives jellyfish their glow when it reacts to like UV light and it excites the electrons in them. Mm. Got it. Mm -hmm. So somehow that stops memory loss. Got it. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's what we'll go with. That's that's what we're. Yep. Okay. That's what Google has told us. Mm -hmm. So back to Vic. On the sideline, though, he's upset because he don't like just being the IT guy. He tries to I mean, talk himself you? up, though. Probably not. Mm. But, yeah, this team is a fucking mess. Like, just watching them try to stop this bank robbery is just insane. Um, you, you know what I noticed, like, watching the show? Because, like, I binged through season one through three through most of um, – I want to say most of October into November. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. The end of October into November. Um, it gives me very much Umbrella yeah. Academy feeling where mm -hmm. it's like they do something, they save it all, and then something else is following right afterwards. Differences. Well, not, not even difference, but also... They probably caused it. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's usually caused by them saving it the first time or doing mm -hmm. something the first time. So it was giving me very that, which is also kind of refreshing because I like uh, Umbrella Academy. So yeah, yeah, it's like Umbrella Academy, just a lot weirder. Um, yes, <laughs> but yeah. Vic is on the sidelines doing IT stuff with his laptop, and he runs into, I guess, the villain's IT guy. And he has a butt cannon. Yes, he has a cannon in his ass. The villain's name is Codpiece, which I didn't really fully understand. I have no idea. It's probably some kind of dick joke. I'm sure it is because his gun was over where his dick would be. Yeah. Um, but it was shooting lasers, so I didn't really understand it fully. Yeah. As opposed to a dude on My Hero Academia who has a laser belly button, this dude has a dick laser. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's or a huge one too, so he's probably he's, overcompensating. Yeah, I'm about to say or a dick laser cannon. It's probably not his actual dick that shoots the laser. But um, yeah. Also, Madame Rouge refuses to use a jellyfish because she wants to lose those memories for a little bit, gives her a brief respite, but the memories always return anyway. So she gets a little bit of time that she's not like racked by guilt. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, then we got, you know, see. They fit um they fixed Cliff's arm after it was lost in the giant testicle incident that happened at the end of season three. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And they my gave, notes are just so it's hard for me to follow the results of But yeah, I got it's you. Okay. Yeah. Um and they give him the sense of touch in one finger with nanites that they hope to see spread and give him the sense of touch in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want the first thing that, that I touch to be my grandson. And so he's like, let's go to Florida to see my grandbaby, Rory. Mm-hmm. And Rita reluctantly agrees to go. And then it turns into a shit show. Yeah, because as they're traveling, they run into somebody who's just fell into the time stream. Isabel Feathers. Yeah, her. The girl from season, who played Rita in that play from season two? I thought that was three. Was it three? I don't remember. No. No, right. the play was season right. two. Right. That was season two. Season three, she was in the past, so couldn't have been there. You're right. And then uh, the ship takes a hard landing and the, the team land in the future time that we saw in the beginning. And the ship is like overheated, so they can't jump again currently. So they got to wait. Um, and they get caught in Cyborg's trap. That was Skittles and Vienna sausages. Because he knows them. Yeah. It worked. And so future Cyborg tells them about the buttpocalypse. They're in 2042. Yeah. Zombie butts. That's, that's... Zombie butt cop. Buttpocalypse. Yeah. That's what the big threat is. Zombie butts. I feel like no matter what, I feel like every time I feel like we leave the the ant farm, they find some way to bring all that shit back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello. What's up, Justin? I'm assuming this is Justin. Get your head. Whoever it point. is, it, they're here for the zombie booty. <laughs> you watch June Patrol, Justin? But um, let's see. Yeah, so everybody except Vic is dead. They're all ghosts. Um, except Rouge. Madame Rouge is missing. They don't know where she at. Apparently, she left right before everything started. Right. Um, also Cliff, when he meets his dead self, finds out he never gets to touch his grandson, which that sucks. Um, 
That's what I thought. Okay. Just making sure. Um, yeah. Also, Larry meets future Larry and future Keith is separated from future Larry and present Keith has a convo with future Keith and now present Keith is all upset. Um, let's see. Future Rita is just, I'm sorry, go ahead. Because he knows that Larry, because um, you know Larry going to do, do or say some dumb shit. He's going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Um, let's see. Future Rita basically tells present Rita, like, we're shitty leaders. So it's all connected. But Rita refuses to believe it, of course. Um, she worse than the election deniers in this episode. Mm-hmm. Future K is, you know, going off because Dr. H, you know, she's like, you blew it. Like, clearly you didn't protect us like you were supposed to. So there we go. It's um, like you're so concerned about your freedom. Basically. Uh, let's see. Is that all? Yeah, that was it. So. Vooch goes exploring and she finds Vic tied up. Oh, yeah, yeah, because future Vic is going to take the time machine. <laughs> and then we Please find play. out that he had a plan with the ghost that they were going to take the time ship. And Dr. Harrison even suggested maybe we see if they, you know, figure it out. And they all laughed. Yeah, yeah. Because they know better. Which Not even I they have faith in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They know I mean, themselves. Who would know, yeah. Who would know better than them? And yeah, so they try to stop Vic from taking the time machine. And while they're in the middle of that, there is a zombie butt attack. So yeah, the zombie butts attack. That doesn't end well for future Vic. He dies and he carves something on the side of the machine as a message to present day Vic. That yeah, he can't you, have it all. Yeah, you can't have it all. Uh, let's see. Keith won't Jane tell tells, Larry anything. She's all fucked up. Oh, yeah. Jane, what? Jane tells Dr. H she's going back up because that was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, dude, you you clearly can't do this. So. And then she dusts, she dusts away and to is, find. Yeah. And I was just like. So does this mean that Kay was pretending to be Dr. H this whole time? Or did she just turn her into dust stone? And so now she's no. gone. Or... I see it like I see it like how the agents are in the Matrix. Like all of them are still K. They're all like personalities to help K. So she can just take over where they are at any point. She can just like go into them and all of a sudden that's K now and that person no longer exists. Hmm. You know how in the Matrix when they were like running from people and all that, and all of a sudden the person would turn into an agent. Yeah, yeah, I I, I picture it the same way. Okay. Because essentially they are all K, so it's just yeah. Okay, makes sense. But yeah, so Jane is primary again because you know Doctor H. And she wakes up suddenly with puzzle pieces. Yeah, all the same piece, which we see later. Um, also, like no Cliff, edges, no corners, no matches. Yeah, yeah. just pieces. Um, 
Glitch Cliff was like, yo, I'm not touching anything until I touch my grandson. Um, he refuses. He's got that oven mitt on. And they're like, yo, technically you're touching that oven mitt. And he's like, it doesn't count. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the Bureau of Normalcy. Go ahead. You said Rouge what? I was like, Rouge tells Rita she's not leaving, which stresses Rita out. Oh, yeah. And then face just, yeah. But yeah, the Bureau of Normalcy, you know, starts doing their normal Bureau of Normalcy creepy talking shit. And like, yeah, we got this picture here. And on that picture is this thing where they're saying Immortus will rise. Is that the Which Bureau of Normalcy? Because it was something with Bunbury, the bunny. I thought that was, I don't know. Nah, I'm confused. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know who they were. They were just some group of men in cloaks around the bunny. Um, we had seen them before. Just, yeah, but I thought that was I something thought they magical. Were the ones, not... Well, I thought they ran the Bureau of Normalcy, though. Like, I don't I know. Don't maybe. Don't really. Okay, that's the Knights Templar. Oh, that's who that's supposed to be? Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. And now that you mentioned it, not seeing what they were wearing, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of mixing in real world shit. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the end of episode one. So let's get into episode two, shall we? Yes, Butt Patrol. So this episode kicks off with what looks like somebody doing like duck bomb diffusion training or something. But nope. That was a mess. <laughs> dude in the room with the killer butts. And yeah, they definitely get him. He's dead. That's the end. That was it's in 2017 that this is happening. No, 2016. Oh, I thought it was 17. Nope. 2017 is when Margaret Yu comes in the doctor lady oh right 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 you're right you're right um let's see so yeah back in the present um they're having a meeting and i guess rita has a solution and her solution is to do everything opposite because that makes mm. sense um so she's like i'm as you can all notice i'm probably you see i'm wearing flats instead of heels but I can still make myself tall because I can elongate. <laughs> it's just like, and she okay. and she does a prime example of it. Yeah. But then they're all like, nah, we need a change in leadership. And they vote her out. And like they want Rouge. She took, that, she took it very personally. They made a cr crisis uh, reference. They said crisis of infinite ass. Yeah. Uh, James said that like, one, yeah. A whole lot I was of like hysterical. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, they go to Rouge. Rita's pissed about that, you know, for one, understandably, but also she was gonna get over yourself. So yeah. she just couldn't imagine anybody would want 
anyone besides her in charge. Like, well, you know, Vic, you don't have your powers. Um, Larry's not competent enough or whatever. Uh, you know, Jane doesn't want it. And I forgot what she said about Cliff, but yeah. Was also not competent. Yeah, even, yeah, essentially. Um, so yeah, decide they're going after Darren Jones. So they, they figure they stop and kill him. That's the end of the butt apocalypse. They're wrong, but that's what they very wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, and back then, in, so she I was so say, really she, doesn't want to go because she's being a brat about not being leader. But what? Yes. And then I was going to say she tells them all to take a chill pill first, and then sends Cliff on the secret mission to kill Darren Jones on his own. Or on well, she own. went with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then it flashes over to 2017. Yeah, back at the ant farm. Um, it's the anthropologist ladies there. Margaret, What's her name? Margaret Yu. Margaret who? Yu. You? You. Me? No, you. That's what I said, me. No, her last name is you. Her last name is me? No, her last name is you. Me? No. Who? You. Me? You. Me? No, you. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think that was clear enough. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. She's brought in to deal with the killer butts. <laughs> I'm glad he understood the reference, though. But um, I knew it was from something. I couldn't remember what. Anyway, um, yeah, she's in to try to communicate with the killer butts. Um, then back with uh, in the present, Jane's got this puzzle. We talked about that earlier. All the pieces look the same. There's no edges, no corners, or nothing. She's just like, "What the fuck?" No matches. Just, yeah, terrible. What a um, horrible puzzle. And I love puzzles. Yeah. So then uh, we got Rouge and Cliff. They, you know, they're going off without the rest of the team, of course. Um, Vic is getting ready to go because he knows where there's another zombie butt. So he got to take care of that. And he takes Jane with him. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Rouge and Cliff, they're riding bikes and they come across this, you know, classic car and Cliff's just talking about how great this car is and it's just it's a master, yeah, cheeks. master Cheeks. Um, Cliff just going on about this car and Rouge thinks he's talking in metaphors, but he's literally just talking about the car. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, no, this, this car is actually a piece of work. Yeah. And then we go, you know, Back to the end farm. And yeah. Back at the end farm, she gets she gets the butts to sing Shapoopy. Shapoopy, Shapoopy, Shapoopy. And that's one of those songs. And after, like, 
Never thought I'd hear it again, but I did. Yeah, like, or in another show at that. Like, I mm -hmm. heard it once on Family Guy, and I was like, that's the mm -hmm. only place I feel like I'd ever hear this, to then hear it somewhere else with butts. Yeah, I randomly heard it once before Family Guy, and then I heard it on Family Guy. I'm like, even hearing it then, I was just like, this is so random that I would hear this song. Like, it's just... <laughs> And even after that, I was just like, yep, I'll never hear that again. And then here comes Doom Patrol like 20 years later. <laughs> like, yeah, here you go. Uh, let's see. Then we got Vic and Jane. They're just sitting on the bench waiting on the zombie butt guy or the butt the butt hunter. Um, yeah, the the same dude as the beard hunter. Yeah. yeah. From previous seasons. I was just like, did they change something that now instead of beards he's a butt hunter or is this just another guy in the world maybe, maybe his specialty changes but then wouldn't he recognize them valid he did have he did have Vic's beard before that's all it's like is this a new character and they're just using the same guy because it would be hilarious to have another hunter of another weird part of your body or did they change something at some point while tinkering in the past and now he's a beard hunter i mean now he's a butt hunter yeah butt hunter well not them did rita i should say yeah i don't know i think now that you mentioned it because in my head it just made sense that it was the same dude but now I'm thinking like, okay, you're right. Maybe, maybe they wiped his memory or some shit, and for him to hunt butts now, I don't know. Because I know at some point he was on Danny as well, so he was with that crowd. He was with that crowd, so it was like, when did he come back, and when did he change into Butt Hunter? Yeah, and also, I don't know. Never mind. Um, Oh, yeah, Remember, we Rita went back. Yeah, we're gonna go on some like rabbit hole on the time because Rita went back in time and she had a whole life. She did. That was not originally there. Yeah. So, um, Rouge and Cliff. Yeah, Rouge and Cliff get to the farm. They find Darren Jones there in zombie form. Cliff kills him. Dude didn't even really put up a fight. He just said, "Kill me." Um, he didn't want to do a mercy killing, but then he like comes at him and he squishes his brain in, and uh, Rouge starts remembering some of her shit from her past life as Laura DeMille. Yeah, and his mitt comes off, so he feels it, and he was just like, "Oh no!" Yeah, yeah now your hand's been soiled by blood before you've gotten Zombie to touch blood. your grandbaby, right? Not even clean blood. Yeah, I would think that's the worst gonna, kind of blood. And then you're going to touch your grandbaby with that hand? Or attempt to? About to say, according to what happened, he does not. So it's Yeah. Just, does not um, and probably should not. So yeah, then uh, Vic and Jane, you know, meet with Zombie Butt Dude. We talked about that. He has a zombie butt. He gives it to him. Talk about that whole combo. They take the butt. He gives them the zombie butt that he found. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> best thing though is you know Vic being real proud of himself. Like I pushed the meeting with the bureau back an hour, you know, but the dude showed up 45 minutes late, so they really didn't have that much time, even though he thought he did so well with the planning, but he really didn't. Yeah, he really was like, Yeah, I moved up our meeting 45 oh, an hour. Um, so we'd have time. And then it was and then Shane said, but um he was late. Yeah. So we gotta move. And that shit was apparently heavy. But they got out with it, so yeah, because Flick came in clutch real quick. Real quick. And then Butt Hunter also realized he was scammed. Yeah, a little too late. <laughs> Then uh let's see, we're back in twenty seventeen. Butts are on the loose. <laughs> yeah. She's at work and they're just like, um, we have to go. The exterminators are coming. Yeah. Cliff. <laughs> yeah. Is in there. We saw Cliff in there fighting the butts. And um, so and then she just goes home like any regular old day. Apparently she brought to her butt. With her, though. Right. She found her butt. Oh no, that was present day. That's um, day. Yeah. She brought the butt yeah, home she... though that day for Um yeah. but uh yeah, back in the present though, they brought the zombie butt back to the house. Um Cliff has a moment with it. Yeah, yeah. After Rose tells him to kill it and he has his whole thing going on. <laughs> like which makes me think, are you not going to kill it? <laughs> the, the zombie butt apocalypse happened somehow. I know. Because they can't tease us with that and then not give us zombie butts. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's going to happen. He's um, going to convince them that this butt is different. He can change him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vic gets it's a response from Derek. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it's pro. I was like it's probably the the twin brother of the butts that Doctor Yu was talking about that said that they were like related, like the one Maybe. that they have, the one that they have, and then the one that Doctor Yu have. Wasn't Nicholas part of like the duo? One that was they were so connected and separated. Yeah, when they were tick, when they were um, tap dancing together and such, it was Nicholas and um, I forgot the other name. Yeah, it's whatever. But yeah, how much want to bet it's them? And then they're gonna be like, we have to bring them together. <laughs> Probably. So then, um, no, it's okay. Uh, so. Earlier in the episode, Vic had uh, reached out to, I guess, an old friend, Derek. Derek. Yeah. Derek got back to him. Yeah. So we can meet up. So we'll see what happens with that. They can be friends again. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Then Jane actually sits and listens to Kay's recording. And apparently... Kay's like, I want all the personalities to find their own purpose outside of protecting me because they think that's all they're good for. Um, Jane's all confused about that. Like, well, what is my purpose if it's not to protect you? Like, what the fuck? But that also explains part of why Kay's disappeared. You know, she's just like, 
don't try to find me. And I think that's her whole thing is don't be around me until you figure out who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then Probably it ends with the thing yeah. that you were talking about earlier. Um with Doc coming home. Present day, Dr. Yeah. Yu goes home and has her um her little butt at home. <laughs> Eating cereal. Just chills. Yeah, eat cereal. And sings. Yep. Weren't they still singing Shapoopy or something like that? No, that was something else they were saying. I forgot what it was, but it wasn't Shapoopy. Mm. Okay. But yeah, that was the first two episodes of Doom Patrol Season 4. Mara, who's winning this week? Um, I would say Stargirl. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people on that show you could choose. I personally, I, I'm yeah, I was, I was going to say the JSA, but I was like, well, maybe that's not a, that's not someone. So. Yeah. I'm personally going to go with Beth's parents because I feel like no one was happier than they were. You're right. So yeah, that's what I'm going with there. Who's losing? Um, Jordan McKen. Solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah. I mean, he did, so. He is, he is. But technically, so is the entire Doom Patrol. Um, yeah, but they have chances to undo it. Jordan doesn't. <laughs> true, true. He is, he is very dead and gone. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with Jordan on that one. That's the way Artemis wanted it to be. She was like, they ain't coming back this time, bitch. Yeah, that is the end for you. But, all right. Guess that'll be it for this week's episode of Creation Comics. See, I said it right this time. There we go. Do not forget you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram. At its creation world, that is at I T S C R E A T I A world. As always, I'm not telling you how to spell world. If you don't know how to spell it, get a goddamn dictionary. Also, you can or find watch us on the Facebook. Video version. Yeah, that too. You should do that anyway. You can see it right there. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash creation world. Now, on Facebook, this particular podcast has a Facebook group. Mara, what's that Facebook group? Facebook.com slash groups slash creation comics. Cool. Also, if you're a wrestling fan, do not forget to check out Smackin' and Raw each and every week with the warden Matt Ritter and Vince Daddy Delgado. They have their own Facebook group as well, facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' and Raw. Um, yeah. Also, just thank you anybody who's watching us live. Um, we appreciate that. Live on Patreon, uh, not on Patreon, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash creation world. Also, you know, subscribe there if you can. Really appreciate that. You can do it for free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah. Yeah, also consider you know subscribing to the Patreon. That's good too. Uh, get a lot of extra goodies there. 
But yeah, I think that'll be it for this week's episode, Mar. Cool. Well, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Lord underscore Cussle. That is at L O R D underscore C U S S A L O T T. Mar, where can they find you? Instagram and Twitter at Marda Shark, M A R A D A S H A R K. Yeah, my bad. All right, that'll be it. We'll catch y'all next time. Until then, we out. Bye.